You're listening to Behind the Bliss, a weekly podcast where Rachel Autry brings conversations to you from women that share what's behind their highlight reel. Each episode is designed for you to see a message from the mess and encourage you to find balance in the bliss. We know that what you're facing is important for shaping who God has created you to be. Some may say it's a process that often happens behind the bliss. Here's today's episode. Wow. (laughs) Fun little conversation with Thomas and I from our kitchen counter. What's up? Doesn't have to be fancy. It can just be really fun and chill and literally at a kitchen counter. Like your dreams can start from anywhere. You like my little TED talk of the day? (laughs) Yeah, it's true. They can. We're living proof of that. All around. All around. Yeah, with everything. Uh, So there's a lot to catch up on just because life has just been life. But catch-up episodes are so fun. But I think what's more fun is just talking through things we're loving, things we're learning, general things that other people can apply to their life. Because I I feel like whenever I listen to a podcast episode or even just other people I'm talking to in normal conversation – Um, and they're telling me all about their life. That's so cool. But sometimes I want to be able to apply it. And I feel like if we talk about things we love and things we're learning, people can start doing those things or using those things today, you know? Makes sense. Yeah. We were talking about, um, a book on our walk that we took today and actually it wasn't a walk. It was a bike ride. What am I thinking? Definitely a bike ride. That was a bike ride, (laughs) (laughs) which is one thing that we're liking. Yeah, for sure. Little bike setup we've got. Yeah, so we just got Maddox a little seat for the back of the bike that he can so cute sit in, and got him a little space themed helmet, and he's just a little nugget. But we put that on the back of Rachel's bike so that she can ride around with him whenever I'm not home, and we just really been enjoying the days that we can get outside. If it's not super windy and not super cold, (laughs) just going for a bike ride for 30 or 40 minutes and getting to chat. Maddox gets to look around and yeah, we're definitely loving that. With the way that Thomas's bike sounds. Yeah. Like it has like a tick, 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 tick. Right. When it coasts. Yeah. When it coasts, it's really cute. So yeah, we've been loving the bike ride. That's been amazing. I'm all about the spring weather that's happening. I think it being warm. And I don't know, the flowers coming out, like leaves growing again. It's just making me happy. LOL, leaves. What? There's not many trees around here. No. (laughs) (laughs) There's not much green anything around here, which is why I was actually on a walk this morning, though, with just Maddox and I, and passed by some blossoms on a tree. I don't know what kind of tree they were. It was just a normal tree with like white, you know what I'm talking about? I think they call it like southern snow because when the wind blows the leaves off the tree literally look like snow oh you know i don't know (laughs) so anyways i was passing by one of those and it made me so happy so yeah i love that spring is coming around but on my walk i was listening to an audiobook which thomas calls audiobooks what do you call them remember yesterday or the other day we were on our way to oklahoma city you called audiobooks something oh i don't remember i think i was just being silly no i think you were serious you called them audio on tape no, 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 books on tape. <laughs> you don't remember saying that? No, I don't. You did. You were like, do you want to listen to music? Do you want to listen to a podcast? Books on tape? And I was like, books on tape? <laughs> um. Anyways, 
Yeah. So I, I think I was being funny. I don't think I was being serious. Maybe so. I couldn't figure you out for a second. I was like, <laughs> are we in 1998? I think I was trying to give as many options as possible and yeah. just keep talking until you got annoyed with me. <laughs> well, I was listening to an audiobook this morning. Freaking awesome. Like, this whole book is an incredible concept. So whether you read it or you listen to it, whatever, I just would say, like, check it out from your library or buy it on Amazon, whatever. It's called To Hell with the Hustle by Jefferson Bethke. And we've actually had his wife, Alyssa, on the show before. So I'll link her episode in the show notes. Um, he's written several other books that a lot of friends have highly recommended. To Hell with the Hustle is one of them. Um, Take Back Your Family is the next one. We actually have that on our coffee table. Mm-hmm. I intended to read it before this one. But um, I just am loving listening to that book on walks. It has blown my mind with ways that I'm thinking through things for our family and for, like for systems and the Lord knows we need systems in this um, lifestyle that we're living right now with military and all the things. Also, just growing up as a young family. That's right. I think I've been learning that. Just, I mean, lots of new roles with parenting and being a father and a mother. And there's... Even just like a spouse. A newfound responsibility. And, and yeah, of course, the changes with motherhood and fatherhood also changes what it looks like for us. So, I think... Yeah. I think it's just a season of us still trying to figure a lot out. And I think it's also a season of us having to undo a lot of habits or like assumptions or just things that we've agreed to subconsciously without ever really agreeing to them. Yeah. Undoing them to redo them the way that we actually know would be honoring to ourselves and to the Lord and would actually bear fruit. With the newfound responsibility to its... um, Hold on, let me think about what I was going to say because I lost my mind. I'll start that over again. <laughs> this never happens to Thomas. Like, he never loses his train of thoughts. This is so weird. I'm a super effective communicator, which is why I'm on here all the time. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say that with the newfound responsibility, a new role, so a lot of jazz. And it sounds super simple, but I think it takes a lot more effort for me. Um, it just everything around our family takes so much more intentionality. You mean in the season or because we're parents or because of training? I think all the above as we grow yeah. and as we are, like I said, a young family discovering our, our new roles and what it looks like to be responsible for our families. Obviously, you learn that from marriage on and even in a dating relationship, what it looks like to sacrifice and be intentional. But I think I'm just learning that you don't you don't skate by really in any area. I think it takes a lot of intentionality to figure out the track that your family's on and yeah, yeah. what things that you want to continue to do and things that you want to change. And um, so that's obviously a lot on my mind and also kind of letting go of what you've done in the past. And if you feel like you haven't done it exactly how you would want and figuring out how to move forward instead of looking back while you I'm a big ruminator what systems do you feel like are working for you and for us that maybe would be <laughs> his eyes just got so big y'all he was like oh shoot don't ask me it's a big question um, it's a huge question this is also kind of like doubling as our date night like our intentional conversation behind a microphone no I'll speak up I'll say I think we have a really good system with I I don't know. I think that we've grown in our leisure time. Like I think either people have a lot of leisure time or they have zero leisure time. And for a long time, we were the zero leisure time kind of people just because we were in an an intense training environment. 
um, in pilot training and now it still is very intense. Don't get me wrong, but I think that you are prioritizing like and creating that margin where there has an opportunity to be none. You're like fighting for it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like because you're having to fight for it, it's taken more seriously when it happens. Yeah. And we're finding cool things to fill our leisure time. So, I mean, there's so many options for filling leisure time these days. There's like Netflix, right? <laughs> you know, and there's like watching movies, there's reading, there's spending time outside. There's just calling a friend. Like there's so many things you can fill it with, but I think we have a really good system right now of filling like our leisure time with life or yeah. things that bring us life at least. Yeah. It's challenging for me to make decisions sometimes because I like a lot of different things. So I think it also helps being in somewhere where there's only like four things we could go do. Maybe that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's not many options. And you know, I think that since our options are limited, I'm like, Hey, how about we do this? And you're like, Yes, please. Any of those Anything. things. Option A, B, or C. Yeah. What We went to go do something the other day, and we needed a backup plan just in case. And we had a backup plan really quickly because there wasn't many options. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's just what our life looks like right now. I think that we're going to be super overwhelmed moving back to Birmingham. Yeah. Because we're going from... So, like, just... I mean, Sparknotes version for this journey that Thomas and I are on. Love that journey for us. Name that show. I have no idea. Shit's Creek. Are you serious? Love that journey yeah. for us. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't remember the quote, but it sounds definitely like Alexis. Yes. Alexis said that. Love that journey for you. <laughs> In Tihu. Okay. So this journey we've been on has been for Thomas to become a licensed pilot for the United States Air Force. Um, and without going into a lot of detail... Uh, we started out in Birmingham, Alabama, and we will end in Birmingham, Alabama. And it's taken us to several different locations in between those two bookends. Um, and so Birmingham, obviously so much fun. It's a thrill of a city. Like you can eat a different meal every single day for an entire year and still not eat at every restaurant. Like there's, it's a foodie town. There's always something going on. We have an incredible community there. So really looking forward to getting back to there, but we slowly like tapered off. So we went from Birmingham and then we went to Columbus, Mississippi, which is definitely like, it's definitely smaller. Right. For but sure. But I mean, it was base. still in the South and close yeah. by. I mean, we were at 45 minutes from Tuscaloosa and we could go back to Birmingham. So yeah, it so was like, definitely small, but it was small, but not a culture shock. Right. And then we went from Columbus, Mississippi to here in Oklahoma, which is teeny tiny, not Southern, little to nothing to do. Right. And we don't live on base. So like we Weather's don't have challenging. So even if you want to hard. create your own fun outside, it's, it's hard. Most of the restaurant, I think we just clicked, put this to, it just clicked for us the yeah. other day. Most of the restaurants in town don't have outdoor seating. Cause they can't. And we, and we were searching around. We're like, we really want to eat outside. And we were thinking about it. And like, there's some places that have like a really tiny seating area, but it's surrounded by like walls or cement right. walls up to like your chest because the wind is so crazy here. It'll blow I your I can only imagine away. what like, it's like for that restaurant to manage all those tables and chairs that could be blown around by 50 mile an hour winds. <laughs> yeah. And like when I'm, we say blow tables and chairs around, I mean like literally pick them up and carry them. Yeah. It's so, wild. So anyways, needless to say, like going from Birmingham to Oklahoma, we had like a step in between to help with like buffer the culture. If that, like buffer, everything is just different, but we had a buffer. Right. Well, now we're going to be going from Oklahoma straight up back to Birmingham <laughs> with no buffer and we're going to be... Uh, I would definitely rather that direction than 
probably to come straight here. Yes, I was on to say, I think I'd rather go up in like in size <laughs> than like quickly than down in size quickly. Right. But that's just my personality. But she likes the light is at the end of the tunnel. It is. And we are still on the hunt for friends. We still are. It's been challenging to make friends here. Just There's a lot of dynamics. Um, the base here is really large, but it's just there's the population is completely different and people's jobs kind of keep you from being friends with different people you'd want to be friends with. Anyways, it comp- it's just complicated. So um, I made an attempt to make some friends today, actually. <laughs> um, and Thomas, I think, was mortified. Yeah. Which surprised me. because Disclaimer, like- it's pretty cringy. It's not cringy. <laughs> it's not. No, it's not. I actually think it's really beautiful. But <gasps> it is. It's just who you are. Okay. We literally were driving down the road on the way to go get a drink from Sonic and go on our bike ride. Yes. One of our six things we do. And um, we it's were like driving Sonic in the neighborhood. Bike ride home, repeat. <laughs> on the way there, we saw this young couple that was our age and they had a dog. And we were like, oh my gosh, I hadn't seen them before. And we live in kind of a small neighborhood. And Rachel was like, we should stop and say hey. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> we should pull over and more I was, windows I down. I kind of laughed. I was like, yeah. She was like, no, really. <laughs> I was like, are you serious right now? What are we going to say? And so she. I was she, like, don't we, worry. I got it. I got it. I got we it. turned around and Full Yui. rolled the window down. I just rolled her window down. I was like, all right, have fun. And, um, it was just a testament of who Rachel is, and it was just picture perfect, and she literally just hung out the window and was like, um, hey, are y'all here for pilot training? And they were like, yeah. Like, oh, sweet. We are too. We kind of figured that you were, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> this is Thomas. This is Thomas. And uh, we just, we just, you know, wanted to make some friends. I literally said, I was like, and we just, I'm just trying to make a friend. And they were like, okay, yeah, cool. Thankfully, they were like, so sweet and she even was like yeah it's super lonely she, yeah here. she and confessed she was like i've had a hard time it's really lonely blah 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 so finally like made a friend and i was like well can i can i have your number like i didn't know how to say it yeah. i was like can we exchange numbers maybe like have no our it wasn't that awkward out? she was like well maybe we can exchange numbers and we have a dog too so we can go to the dog park or something like that and um of course they were excited um but sadly they are leaving in two weeks yeah they're leaving in two week that is literally the story of my life i am trying so hard to make friends here and either they're leaving they can't be friends with me or they are out there somewhere and I or they are out there somewhere that's we funny haven't met those yet. are the three options those are the three options <laughs> i will say i will say i have made an incredible friend at the park she's great invited me to bible study went to that today so efforts have been made and strides are taken but I'm also not afraid to roll down a window right. and yell out my car and be like, hey, <laughs> hey, we yeah. should be friends. Update, actually, Thomas. We haven't talked about this. So we get home, and I was like, well, now this is embarrassing because we gave them our number, and he didn't, like, the couple didn't text us. So I was like, this is really awkward because they kind of were like, oh, yeah, cool. What's your number? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, we'll text you. And then, like, never text us because that happens, <laughs> you know, in friendships and in dating and, like, all the awkward things. Um, but update, I actually got a text. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to read say? it live. I got at 8.05 p.m. It says, hey, it's Taylor from the street. <laughs> we were so glad. Taylor from the street. <laughs> Let's we just sit there so for a second. We were so glad you stopped to say hi. Just wanted to text you so you had my number smiley face. 
Now we can't let Taylor know I have a podcast because she will listen to this episode. He will be like, what a break. It's fine. Taylor, if you're listening, I'm so grateful to be friends with you um, for all of 14 days while you're here. <laughs> but hey, maybe I'll ask Taylor who her friends are, who she's been hanging out with. Anyways. That is so funny. That's just our life right now. Like It is so funny and so different, I feel like, from what I imagined <clears throat> year five of Team Autry to look like. Um, but... We're here, and we're rocking with it. We're rolling with it. But hey, the Lord's got purpose in it, so we're here to find it, and we're here to take the downtime and grow and right. figure out how to set some strong roots for headed back to a That's little right. more of an upbeat town and lifestyle and schedule. You Which kind of leads me back to, to hell with the hustle. So a lot of what he talks about is this idea of slowing down and finding like a purpose-driven life. And when we say purpose-driven life, I bet you thought like, oh, purpose-driven, cool. Like how can I grow in my career and my, um, I don't know. And maybe you didn't. I'll speak for me personally. Like when people say, oh, we're going to live purpose-driven, I think, okay, well, how can I make a difference? Like how can I put myself out there? How can I um, grow or work to become or to be or to give, whatever, but a purpose-driven life goes um, is much closer to us than I think we have ever imagined. It's not something to strive for or that you have to go get or achieve or attain. It is right here in the present in front of you in this moment. And so purpose can look like a lot of things to a lot of us, but I think this has been such a beautiful season for our family to, yes, there has been such a grind to pilot training. Good gosh. But I'm talking 4.30 a.m. mornings, and I'm talking 11 p.m. nights. Not yep. in the same day, but sometimes it feels like I might as well be. Right. Yeah. So anyways, it's been it's been like a really big, stressful season. But at the same time, our environment has stripped away a lot of the comforts and distractions and things that I feel like I would try to fill that time with, where now I actually feel the void and I feel the margin and I'm having to find myself and where Holy Spirit is in all of it. And it's really hard and revealing, refining, <laughs> freaking hate that word now. What's the song by Maverick City Music? It's like, um, through the fire, refine, I want to be with you. I want to be drowned by fire. Oh, yeah, yeah. Purified. Yeah. No, I'll be honest. Not for me. Not today, Lord. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> I can't be purified Spoiler today. Spoiler alert. Rachel's a music person. <laughs> I love my music. She could pull out a quote and be like, oh, there's a lyric about that. And I'm like, yep, If I'm only not. I was the same way about scripture. <laughs> you know, be like, oh, wow. What about this? Be like, oh, yeah. Well, John 16, says. Yeah. That'd be cool. Maybe we'll work towards that. Anyways, um, so that's what life's been looking like for us. I'm going back to my original question because I want to challenge you. And it's okay if there's awkward silence. You don't have to fill it. What are you doing? Are you reading John 16, 33? I can tell you what it is, actually. No, you can't. I just memorized it. I can't. Are you kidding Go me? Go for it. No, I'm so proud um, of you. I was, I was about to be so mad that you were scrolling on your phone during our <laughs> podcast recording. And here you are looking at the Bible like a good little boy. Thank you. <laughs> good little boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I bet you John sixteen thirty three says you'll you'll have trials of many kind, but I but take heart because I've overcome the world. Right. 
Are you proud? I am very proud. I said, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome overcome the world. Yeah. That's a good word. That's a good word. That's a good word. It was my um, memory verse for last week. That's why it came to my mind, John 16.33. Obviously, I didn't do a good job memorizing it, so... (laughs) Good job, Rachel. <laughs> Try again next week. Um, anyways, yeah, I think this has been a crazy season, a beautiful season, a hard season, and um, a sprinting kind of season. And I want to add one more thing. I feel like I'm talking a lot. Sorry. This is our episode, but it's really Rachel featuring Thomas. <laughs> no, <laughs> My bad. Okay. Um, uh, oh, okay. So I don't know if y'all follow them, but if you don't, you should. They're so cute. They're some of my favorites. Um, Katie and Josh Walters. Um, Katie is really cool. She's a family friend. Um, she actually was my guidance counselor in elementary school, LOL. And then <laughs> I've just kind of, you know, hung out and followed along with her before social media was a thing and then actually literally followed her when social media became a thing. Um, she's got seven children. Josh is a pastor at Seacoast Church in Mount Pleasant. Anyways, they're incredible people. They do these things called Marriage Mondays. They do lives together. So cute. You should definitely listen. Um, and she's actually been on our show before. She was one of our very first guests. So I'll link her episode in the show notes if you wanted to glean some wisdom from her easily. So in their live, they talked about, and I'm not going to say it as well as they can, so I'll link the live in our show notes as well, but they basically said um, that Steve Harvey, of all people, shared this with them or they heard it from him. I don't know. I'm trying to give people the right credit. Oh, yeah. I remember this. This is good. Okay. So um, if you plant an oak tree seed in like a two-foot container, like pot, planter, whatever you want to call it. It's never going to grow and it's never going to become its potential of what an oak tree could become. But there's nothing wrong with the seed. Like there's nothing wrong with what you planted. It's everything wrong with where you planted it and its environment. And its environment is hindering it from becoming all that God had created this seed to be. And so, and I feel like that can be applied to a lot of things. But <laughs> a I, lot, a of lot of things. But for me, I feel like it's, like it spoke so eloquently do I I feel like I don't know the season that I'm in right now where I feel like I am not able to reach my potential or I feel like the enemy is just whispering all these things like you're not going to reach your potential here in the middle of nowhere Oklahoma like there's no one here that's going to want to be friends with you you're so much different than everybody else like uh the season is for Thomas there's nothing for you here so just wait out for Birmingham like things like that which are not truth that's and so anyways, I'm I'm speaking this over myself, speaking over our marriage and speaking it over people listening that if you are in a season that you feel stuck or you feel trapped or suffocated or that your box is too small or your container is too small or whatever, like check around you because God has you planted in this season and in this area on purpose, but there are things in our area we can control. Yeah. So like I can't control that we're here in Oklahoma. Like I surrendered to the Lord's plan and I am honoring my family and my husband by supporting and being a support role cheerleader kind of situation right now. So I can't change, although I would love to, and I actually considered it last week, <laughs> my location. <laughs> Full transparency. Literally almost packed a bag and a one-way ticket <laughs> out of here. Um, but although I can't, that wouldn't be obedient. What I Nervous can laughter. do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what I can do is take into consideration, take inventory over what I'm filling my time with. What am I listening to? What am I allowing in my home? Um, 
How am I using my time? What conversations am I having? Are they life-giving? Like those kind of things can almost impact my seed. Yeah. It can impact my area and if I grow to potential or not. There's so many good parallels in that analogy. I mean, obviously we have a preconceived notion about what an oak seed is supposed to be, right? You know, you first thing you think of of an oak seed is becoming a huge oak tree, but just because it might not be a huge oak tree doesn't mean there's not life there. That's good. That's good. And in an environment that it's in, maybe it's, you know, just because it's not going to become that big, huge oak tree doesn't mean there's not growth to be celebrated. That's right. You know, like it's going to grow up and there's going to be a season to unplant it and put it in a bigger pot and put it in a bigger environment, you know, move it on. And and even that process is going to be hard to dig up that spot and move it. Like there's so many different good parallels there. But I think the big one for us here is like, we're obviously in that smaller pot for a little while and it allows us to plant fresh seeds and not just move along with some scattered seeds that, you know, maybe we haven't been able to be intentional through the past couple of years through training and stuff like that. So now we're in this environment and there's still growth to be celebrated before we can move on. That's good. That's a good word, Thomas Autry. (laughs) Pastor Thomas coming to the mic. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you. It's so good. It's one of those that you hear, like every day you hear it, it kind of means something new. You kind of chew on it for a while. So that's my something to chew on for people listening. Yeah. Do you feel like there's anything that you've been learning that you've heard that you're like, oh, dang, that's good. Well, it's okay if not. Spot. I know. You know, these things are challenging for me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Chewing we on. were listening to a different podcast on the way to Oklahoma City. And I don't know, I'm a very practical person. And for me, you know, in the world of flying, you know, there's, oh gosh, there's, <laughs> there's, you know, something going on. Or we made it 26 minutes and 15 seconds without mentioning <laughs> aviation. I knew it was coming in here at one point in time. <laughs> Just kidding. It's going to be brilliant. Go ahead, babe. I mean, you know, when something happens, either, you know, an emergency or even just trying to set something up for a specific portion of flight, like there's a checklist for it. Right. And... Um, you know, prior to becoming a pilot, I didn't really realize that about myself that I really thrived in that structure. And so this is going to sound, you know, really mundane, or I, I guess maybe mundane is not the right word, but, you know, really elementary. But I really enjoyed when we were talking about this marriage podcast that we were listening to just about the validity of uh, emotional check-ins each night and stuff mm, like that yeah, kind of yeah, checking yeah. in on each other because obviously we check in on each other probably sometimes not as often as we should but for me it, it was just kind of a, another avenue another checklist to I know that sounds terrible so please don't hear me say that but um, just just, just another way <laughs> to go about things that um, are good for us to just take intentional small check-ins with each other in the evening mm-hmm. um, in a good way to verbalize it that's not intimidating you know it's as guys, you know, maybe I'm just speaking for me. I don't know. Probably not. Um, sometimes that's intimidating to want to get deep into intentional conversation and drive that conversation because we do want to lead our family. But, you know, figuring out things that you can have common language with each other to set a foundation of uh, and build the conversation off of is really relaxing for me. Um, yeah. Especially if we know our intention Um, is on the same page for what we want to get out of the conversation. So um, I really enjoyed that. I mean, there's more to unpack from what we were talking about the other day, but um, that was kind of a recent thing, just thinking about 
ways to be intentional in this season. And that's good. Also, I can say this and add it, but like check-ins, continuing with the aviation metaphor. Oh, I'm like really excited to tell you this. Ooh, <laughs> You're be really heck impressed. yes. <laughs> okay, so um, with check-ins, it's like tweaking your uh, shoot. I'm not gonna be as cool as I thought I was. Um, tweaking your like degrees, like where you're headed. Your heading. Heading. I knew I was close. <laughs> Dang, I missed the I and the G. (laughs) The heading. Right. So like if you were to put in coordinates and then it gives you a direction to follow, obviously. A course. course. Thank you. We're going to have a little Mad Libs aviation (laughs) moment. Um, It gives you a course, like way to follow it with degrees and your heading and all the things. It's like you can be one degree off and not be on autopilot, but like be flying the plane on your own. Be one degree off. And the further you go, the further you go, and the further you go, just one degree off, mm-hmm. you could be way off course. Yeah. But if you do these little check-ins and the checklists and just like make sure all is well, I feel like there's going to be tweaking and you'd be like, oh no, I'm off course. But what do you do? You just adjust it. We call what, those what course corrections. Course corrections. Wow. I'm learning <laughs> a lot. go, babe. Yeah. Yeah. You'd think I would know more, but it's like. <laughs> You know more than you give yourself credit for. Thank you. Yeah, I know. I know I know lots of checklists from just helping you. <laughs> what are they called? Um and bold faced items. Bold faced items. That's right. Uh people don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're having an inside bold joke face moment. Is something that you have to have committed to immediate uh, uh, to memory for immediate recall. Right, basically. right. If so something like, happens, yeah. you need to be able to do that immediately from memory. So like my, the only one really I remember. <laughs> I know exactly what you're about to <laughs> talk say. about. It's like I know something. The only one I really remember is um, basically <laughs> like the plane. Why are you laughing? <laughs> the plane's going down. You say mayday, 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 and you ejection handle pull. And you actually don't say eject. You don't say that. Right? Right. Oh, yeah. I got you that. also don't, probably don't say mayday, mayday, mayday. But well, okay. you told me. No. You have to say something before you eject. Bail out, bail out, bail out. Shoot. <laughs> oh, I'm trying my hardest. A for effort. Bail out, bail out, bail out. Which I will say mayday, mayday, mayday is so much easier to say. And bail out, bail out, bail out, bail out. Like So mayday is a term that you would use to talk to ATC to tell them you're having control, by the an way. emergency. Bail out is something <clears throat> if you and I were flying together and we had an ejection seat like in the T6 and we were going to eject then you would say bailout, bailout, bailout. And then on the third bailout, you would accomplish the bold face, which is? Ejection handle pull. And I'm just going to say, if you are still listening to us (laughs) talk at this very moment, you are my people and I love you. Thank you. Thomas, let me remind you, this is a 99.2% female listening base and the 0.8%, God bless you, you're probably a boyfriend in the car. That's just what my IP address statistics tell me. So if you're listening to us talk about boldface, about the T6 and pilot training, uh, love you. I feel like we should wrap it up there. Oh, man. Yeah. So we just wanted to come and hang out with you guys. And these are some of my favorite conversations because I love pulling in the other part of me, the Thomas Autry side of me, because I feel like 
you're fun and you're goofy and you're so wise. And there's so many times in life I just like want to put a microphone in front of his face and be like, just talk, like say something. Like, what do you have to share? Because there's something there. There is. And I appreciate it and want to share it with the world. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, we are the best. You are the best. This episode of Behind the Bliss podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more episodes so you don't miss episodes full of encouragement. And don't forget to rate and review so that we can continue to bring you the best content. See you in the next episode. Thank you.